So Tara is the founder of the world's largest online resource for raw food cleansing, detoxification, and health programs for women with a community of over 100,000 people from all around the world. She's published many books on the raw food diet, and her programs include Body Enlightenment System, which is a phenomenal website. You should really check it out, B-E, The Wish Summit, and the free online resource titled The Raw Mom Club. She's collaborated with luminaries like Dr. Maya Angelou, Byron Katie, Neil Donald Walsh, Dr. Dean Ornish, Marianne Williamson, of course, David Avocado Wolf, and her commitment to women's health is one of the respect and admiration of many as she works to bring voice to some of the most empowering and inspiring wisdom the world has to offer women at this time. She's so cool that she had a pajama party last night with chocolate for everyone. That's how cool this girl is. You just want to hang with her because she makes you feel so good about yourself. Please, if everyone could stand up and give your full attention to the beautiful Tara Warner. Come on down. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Wow. So how many of you would like to radically transform the way you feel about the way you look? Raise your hand. Okay, so how many of you are liberated sisters? You don't have any attention on your cellulite or your varicose veins or that little paunchy part on your belly. You feel good in your skin. Raise your hand. Awesome. Okay, good. Well, before I want to start, what I'd like to do is just first thank Rebecca and David and Angela and Camille and... Carrie and Dina and all the people who've worked so hard to put this together. Isn't this an incredible event? Yeah. I feel so privileged to be here and share this space with you right now. And I also want to thank you for being here because I know that it's been a big weekend. How many of you are feeling like there's been a lot to take in? Okay, awesome. Well, Rebecca was just kind of talking about letting go. And that's going to be more of our focus for the short time that we have together. But before I start, I really want to thank each and every one of you for being here and just tell you how amazing I think it is that you're here right now. And if you stop and consider the number of women in the number of cities and the number of countries that there are in the world right now, how many have access to the information that you've been getting this weekend? So I just want to really drive home about the fact that you're not just here for you. The choices that you make leaving here after this weekend will ripple out into all the lives that are touched by you. And so I really want to acknowledge and celebrate every single one of you. And thank you for being here in the room right now to give me your attention. And I promise to do my very, very best to make it an investment well worth your while. Now, I had um, a pretty... I think it was a pretty tall order. Rebecca and Angela called me up and they're like, hey, we want you to totally transform women's body image, like 500 women's body image, and can you do it in 30 minutes or less? <laughs> Anyone here feel maybe a little bit intimidated by that project? Yeah. <laughs> See these little sweat rings and stuff? That's totally what that is. So um, I, I admit that in the beginning I kind of felt intimidated about it until I considered something, and Rebecca mentioned it in her 
little intro, and I think we can all connect with it. How many of you have ever experienced a moment like the one that Rebecca mentioned, where someone said something about you? And raise your hand for real. Like, I'm asking this question because I want to see your hands. How many of you experienced some kind of insult, some kind of comment, some kind of remark that totally changed the way you felt about yourself, and maybe even for years after? Okay. And how many of you have never had that happen? Okay, that's awesome. Most of us have. And when I considered that, I realized that in an instant, literally in an instant, we chose to stick ourselves to an idea. And from that point, we completely changed the way that we treated ourselves and the way that we looked at ourselves. And that gave me hope that in the next, like, 20... How'd that be get 20 already? That we have, that I could totally impact. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Like, just like, stop. Is that working? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they just added five minutes for me. I'm like, what? <laughs> you said 30, not 20. Okay, so that gave me hope that in the short time that we have, that I would be able to accomplish that. Um, the only thing is that I'm really going to need your help. So just to kind of, are you willing to help me make this happen? Yeah. Okay, yeah! <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so what I'm going to need you to do is just like all those empty spaces, we need to come together. So let go of the pens, let go of the paper, let go of the purses. Everything you get out of this next 25 minutes that we have together, you will have forever. And you won't need a little piece of paper to prove to yourself that. We're going to do something that's going to keep with you. So if you could fill up the empty spaces in the front, it will really help me save a lot of time. And we're going to do it silently. So I'd like to be able to keep talking. Just squeeze up from the back and fill in the empty places because what we have to do here um, will require us kind of being together. So that's perfect. Just bring yourselves up from the back and I'm going to keep doing this. Um, so I decided to kind of pitch this a little bit as a body image detox because we come here and we spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, antioxidants and superfoods and enzymes and probiotics and it's all super fascinating stuff. We're putting a lot of attention on how to, you know, reduce toxicity and prioritize putting good things into our body. What would happen if we put that much attention on not letting, am I allowed to say four-letter words? Shitty comments, invalidation, criticism, and nasty remarks into our space. What if every time we looked into the mirror, we took that much care not to have invalidating thoughts about our bodies or about our girlfriends or the people around us? Something really interesting could happen. And I love the idea of a detox because anyone here, how many of you have ever done a detox before? Yeah, this is totally the detox class. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, how many of you actually live on 24-7 detox? Like, that's just your life now. Totally. Okay. So... The cool thing about what we can do here is that, you know, you don't need to actually wait for your liver to catch up with you. You can change the way you think in an instant. You can change the attitude that you've been operating with in a moment. And when you leave this room, you, may, you will not be the same person that walked into it. You don't need to wait to experience the release. It can actually come off your shoulders and come off that crappy attitude that you've been carrying with you. And, and we can make this happen. So it's like, you know, you don't need to swallow any pills. You don't need to take any colonics or have... Co it's all going to be super painless, really, really enjoyable, and we're going to make it happen. So 
But now the key principles of detox, we know them well. In order for us to eliminate whatever toxins it is we're trying to eliminate, we kind of need to understand, we need to be able to look the tiger in the eye and see what it is we're dealing with. So that, we're going to see how our... Yes! So this works! What we want to do is look at where did, it, where did this start? Now there's a principle that I'd like to give you, and I hope all of your pens are under your desk, because what I give you, I want you to take into you. And... You know, the most beautiful places that I visited in the world, I refused to take a picture. I took a picture with my soul. And that's, yeah, so just like, thanks. That's cool. So take your pens and papers and really like, we're going to move into a different zone. You can totally leave the left brain behind. We're not really going to need it for the next 22 minutes that we have left. But let's consider where this all began. Where did this start? And one of the places that it started is, like Rebecca mentioned, in a moment when we were very young, or you were actually in high school, but for some of us it started younger, this feeling of separation. You're ugly. No one wants to be your friend. How many of you have ever felt that way or felt that way very young in your lives? Totally. So now for me, my big moment was sitting across the kitchen counter from my stepmother and you know, it really hit me for a long time. She just said to me, and I was just, it was a moment of pure innocence. I was helping in the kitchen, and she kind of said, you know, you're just not meant to be thin. And I swear to God, I don't think I had an ounce more on my body than I do in this moment. And I'm sure it wasn't her intention to crush my spirit. But I think maybe what she meant is, you know, you're not supposed to be super bone thin or something. But I took that idea and really let it dictate how I looked at myself for... I guess the next 20 years at least. Um, so, and it would be kind of, you know, for a long time I thought that I had, that this was it, that there was this comment, and I really stuck myself to that comment, and that was my problem. And, you know, I really would spend time, like, kind of getting all infected about the idea of my stepmother and how could she do this to me. And then, even very recently, I started to do a little bit more investigation. I realized actually there's a lot more going on. And, it's actually everywhere, from unhealthy to downright toxic. The images and messages that are destroying our body image are everywhere. And I want to look at them a little bit. I love this little picture. This is the old Palm Olive ad. Darling, you're soaking in it. And the truth is, you really are. And remember I said this idea, and I'm going to make sure that we just sort of anchor this one in but you cannot change the things you're not willing to confront. If you walk around in sweatpants all the time and you continue to hide your body, you will never make it a body you feel better about. And, uh, and in order for you to detoxify from some of the things that I'd love you to detoxify from, I need to show you, really like show you them. So we're going to go on a little bit of a voyage into things you already know that you didn't know that you know. But that'll make more sense in a second. <laughs> Fashion, fashion. So this is a really, um, this is, we all kind of know that we receive these messages all the time. And the day that someone actually passes me a Vogue magazine with this kind of warning, contents may cause one to feel fat, insecure, unattractive, and inadequate. Other side effects include unnecessary spending, eating disorders, depression, and self-loathing. <laughs> yeah. Yay! <laughs> great. Don't you love this? I'm not actually telling you anything you don't already know. Isn't that fabulous? Like, 
this is just great. I'm just reaffirming what you've actually felt and, and, and known all along. So we're going to get into some pretty graphic images. This is actually a warning for you. That to, and to observe how you feel right now in this moment. And I'm going to check in with you in a couple moments and see how you're still feeling after we go through a few of these little things. This woman is actually no longer with us, unfortunately. She passed away because of anorexia. I'm just going to scan through these images because you already know them. One of the things, you know, here's just an ad, Victoria's Secret, what is sexy? And apparently, according to Diesel Jeans, sexy is stupidity. (laughs) Smart may have the brains, but stupid has the balls. Be stupid. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know if the word empowerment comes to your mind when you see this image, but certainly not how it makes me feel. And I have seen, anyone seen people wear glasses with that actual logo on, D&C, a D&G or whatever that is? How many of you have actually seen, yeah, okay, that's cool, just checking in, you know? Okay, so that's fashion for us. We're just going to take a little brief dip into some of these things. And Jason, I love you for dropping your jaw like that. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, beauty and cosmetics, thank God bless Nadine for giving us a way out of this. Yeah. <laughs> now, for the record, my deep love and admiration for that woman and her beautiful family are just, like, difficult to express. But I will tell you, just like Rebecca, the only thing that I put on my body or my skin is something that has been made by those beautiful hands over there. And so I, um, I, we'll talk more about that in a second. Let's dive into beauty and cosmetics has anyone ever tried, like I was just kind of curious when I saw this image, what the purpose was, and I, I, I don't really feel like, has anyone ever tried <laughs> applying lipstick this way? <laughs> I really don't think that that's what they're suggesting. Now, I wanted to show you that some of the messages that we're receiving are actually quite covert. And this may look like a lovely, touchy, feely, girly. Look, it's got the word together and connect and communicate and conquer. Look at those pretty little pink ribbons and stuff. This might actually have us feeling like, oh, that's so nice. You know, they're touching our togetherness. And then you see, oh, look, they're even making these beautiful beauty care products with little pink ribbons on to help raise funds to stop breast cancer, except what they fail to tell you is that these products contain chemicals known to cause breast cancer in women. (laughs) It's like, it's crazy. (laughs) So I'd just like to bring Jason to the front of the stage so you can all watch his jaw drop like I do every time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jason. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. (laughs) Yay. So, and here's the thing. <laughs> this is an advertisement for a men's cologne. And one of the things, you know, it's not just the messages that are coming into us. It's the messages that are coming into the men we love. And what it does is it causes us to devalue ourselves. So that we think that the thing that men really want to see or that the thing that men are really interested in is our bits and pieces and body parts. But the truth is, and Alison Armstrong, how many of you know who Alison Armstrong is? She has an incredible website called Understanding Men, and she's tested thousands of men. And the number one attractor factor, the thing they're most interested in, do you have any idea what that is? It isn't butt or hair or breasts or any of that stuff. It's actually authenticity. Authenticity. Yeah. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, authenticity doesn't help them sell shower gels. This is a shower gel advertisement. Here's another one that we just see all the time. We take these things for granted. And one of the things that, you know, we might just like to notice is that this woman has no pores. <laughs> That's just wrong. Okay, so we've hit fashion and beauty. Let's just quickly scan through food and alcohol. There's really nothing that I need to say about this. I think the images speak for themselves. This one just makes me want to vomit. If I had little barf bags, we can see this. Okay, now this is really interesting. <laughs> she says, respect yourself in the morning, it says, as though our self-respect is determined by what we eat, right? So, and the size of our thighs. This, uh, yeah, anyway, Nutrigrain, you can ban it just like I did from your life. Okay, this is fascinating to me. I really find this fascinating, and I'll tell you why, because I picked this advertisement to show you one of the less, like, provocative ones. I was like, you know, this is the kind of thing we look at all the time. And then I read it last night at like 2 o'clock in the morning when all the chocolate eaters finally cleared out of my room. Thank you so much for being there, by the way. This is like, it says, Real Man Promo, the strong beer for real men. And what you get if you collect those little silver tops on the bottles is the chance to win a weekend with her or that truck. I was like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Okay, so we can expect that it would come from beauty and fashion and even the food industry, but cars, like the ultimate attraction. Spread your legs. Enjoy maximum legroom in the new Pontiac Star Team. That is so nasty. Nice headlamps. This is, this is, these are car sales. Okay, this is an advertisement for a car. It says, get there faster. Get where faster? Okay, now I asked you in the beginning to pay attention to how you feel, and I'm, I, I trust you're feeling a little bit like I feel when I see these, which has come, and I see your faces, so I get it. This one is a used car ad, and what you're about to see may disturb you. You know you're not the first. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Porsche. That's Porsche, guys. The ride that took my breath away. That's the car industry for us. And we might like to think, you know, that it just, it would be limited to adults. But no, it's actually, I find toys are pretty insidious. And we all have Barbie. And the average girl actually has seven Barbies. So for every little girl that has one Barbie, you do have Barbies, honey? Yeah, but they're underneath We'll keep them under the bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the average girl that has, you know, for the one that has one, there's the other one that has 15. And this is an interesting project from some women that actually said, well, if Barbie were real, what would she look like? And so this is the message that we're sending to our little three-year-olds and six-year-olds is um, really teaching them to value their physical appearance and bits and pieces more than who they are and how they love and the things that they dream and believe in. So I think that that's pretty kind of insidious stuff. Um, sports, we're just going to scan through this very, very quickly. Oh, that one is interesting. It pisses me right off. This, <laughs> I had no idea until two days ago when my creative director, Bernard, wherever he is, I love you, thank you so much for helping me do this, told me about pit girls. 
pit girls. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, well, pit girls, they're just like there in the pit for Formula One. It's like, well, what's their purpose? I don't know, they're the pit girls. So these are the pit girls in Formula One. This is a beach ball, volleyball uniform. (laughs) Cheerleading, Sports Illustrated, the most popular edition, we all know, and shape. So how many of you are feeling a little bit different than you were at the beginning of this little presentation? Anyone feeling yucky? Like, just raise your hand if you feel yuck. Because I'm going to take it one step further, and I'm going to totally show you, like, this is just, this is just like, what? (laughs) Okay, so this ad, you see that cute little diagram on the bottom? It actually says, what does it say? Organ Donor Association or something. You're going to want to, this checks out. Becoming a donor is probably your only chance to get inside her. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, everyone take a nice deep breath and let it out. This is, these are the toxins that we're going to talk about how to eliminate from our lives. And one of the things that we all have to do in our health is decide, you know, decide how do we take responsibility for this. So who is responsible? And what is your confidence worth? What is your confidence worth? Well, to the cosmetic industry, it's worth about $170 billion. To the fashion industry, it's worth about $180 billion. Fast food, $300 billion. And the weight loss industry, $40 billion. That is the value of the real estate that these industries are competing for in your mind. Got that one? (laughs) Okay, yeah. Because it would be really nice for us to just blame them and point our fingers. But there are women posing in these advertisements. Did you notice them? Like, they willingly did this somewhere along the way. And we also are wearing these little D&G glasses and cruising around in Porsches and voting all the time. So there has to be something. One, we start by educating ourselves. But the other thing is we have to make some choices about how we vote with our money and where we put our dollars. Do not ever give Estee Lauder another penny. Like, honestly, just like, over there. That's all. Just, you know, Estee Lauder, whatever. Don't walk into another place with those carcinogenic petrochemicals that they're pitching to you in pretty pictures. You, you deserve so much better. Our language, the way that we speak about ourselves and about our sisters, How many of you looked at another woman this weekend with critical eyes? Be honest. Ah, you're not being honest. (laughs) I know. Ah, yeah, we have to. We have to fix this. The language that we use, the ideas that we think. Every time you look in the mirror, there's something that can be done to improve things. You don't need to buy fancy anything. You just need to start right there with the choices and ideas that you make about how you treat yourself. And when that's really clean and that's really clear, you'll just like gush that out on your girlfriends. Participation, I I mean, it's just how do we just remove ourselves from that whole equation. Now, detox is talking a little bit about the detox. The elements of a detox are identify toxins, which I believe we all did. And we all actually got to experience a little bit of toxicity in our veins, right? Okay. Oops, come back to me, baby. Come back. And then reduce toxicity. So I gave you a few of the things that I think are important. And I'm going to give you a couple tools now, things that I think you can do. 
our time is really tight. So I want to create, you know, remember that instant? <laughs> it's like leaving it for the last instant here. But I do want to leave you forever transformed by what took place in this room. And I know that we can do it. So I just want to watch the clock. Reduce toxicity, restore health. How do we restore health? I want to mention a couple things that I've done. I'm going to do them quickly. Um, there's... There are 60 roses in every drop of essential of rose essential oil. Can you imagine just the idea of giving yourself a bouquet of 60 roses every time you wake up in the morning and just like, you know, I, I really strongly encourage every woman here, and I don't make a percentage. I'm saying this to you because it is the thing that makes me feel really good. It's the thing that after so many years of beating myself up for the size of my thighs, it's the thing that validates me every single day is to just kind of smother myself in a little bit of perfume or flower power or petals. There are like lip glosses for five bucks. It's not a question of money. Do Make an investment, a deposit in your self-love account and go visit her little booth before you leave. That's one of the things that I do that's really important for me. Donna Gates, she was on last night. She told me everything turns on the apology. Anchor that one into your soul. Everything turns on an apology. So you can actually let go of the shit you've done to yourself and the nasty thoughts that you've thought about yourself by just taking a moment and being with yourself. Just like let go. You don't need to keep finding ways to beat yourself up for the things that you've done. You can, you can move forward. So that was from Donna Gates. Elisa Vitti, who is somewhere in this room shining her bright light. If it were not for her loving your lady parts, it was because of her that I finally went and got my lady parts checked out and had a tumor removed that I'd been trying to vaporize with green juice for four years and it didn't work. But that really like empowered me to, we have to reclaim the real estate that we have given to these billion dollar industries. And it can be very simple. Alice Bracegirdle, she's right there. She taught me last night how to jiggle. I didn't even know how to jiggle. If you should have seen me on my balcony last night. In, um, in the, we have to reappropriate our bodies and be in them and claim that space or we are giving it to these industries. So now I would like to create um, an experience for us. And here is, I have a poem. After all this noise and popping around, I'm going to get poetic on you. But actually, um, just pull back. And I've asked you to come forward. So normally what I would really prefer to do is have you seated in front of each other. But what I'm going to do is actually have you stand up and face another person. This exercise needs to be in silence. One reason is because of the time. If we start to get into conversations, then it's just going to stretch too long. The other reason is because you've got enough messages going on. And I really want us to stop for a second and get back to an, an important thing. And there are so many ways you've learned about them this weekend, so many days to reclaim the real estate of your body and make yourself well. And you can do that. And I mentioned a few of the things. But I also want to bring you keenly aware of the part of you that is not your body, but that is actually you. And um, so this is, does anyone know Khalil Gibran? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So he has this poem called On Beauty, and I think my mother practically raised me on this book. But at one point, you know, it's this long poem talking about these different things about beauty, and he says, all these things you have said of beauty, yet in truth you spoke not of her, but of needs, of needs unsatisfied. And I'm actually just going to get to the juicy part. He says that beauty is not the image you would see nor the song you would hear, but rather an image you see though you close your eyes and a song you hear though you shut your ears. So what I'm going to ask you to do right now is actually just close your eyes where you are. And don't, we don't need to fidget. 
We don't need to meditate or follow our breath or do any kind of funky chakra balancing stuff. I just want us to be here and be fully present to that image that you see though your eyes are closed in the song you hear though you shut your ears. And I'll tell you when we're done. Okay, you can open your eyes. Thank you for doing that. That was just one minute. Okay, so now there's something else that we're going to do. And again, we're going to do it in silence. And again, I'm going to wax poetic on you. Um, here's the next little piece of the poem. He's speaking to the people of Orphalese, and he says, People of Orphalese, so... People of the Women's Wellness Conference. <laughs> Beauty is life when life unveils her holy face. But you are life, and you are the veil. Beauty is eternity gazing at itself in a mirror. But you are eternity, and you are the mirror. So what I'm going to ask you to do now in silence is find someone next to you and stand in front of them. And I just want you to face them and just be there comfortably. It's not a fidget squirm. You don't have to giggle. You don't need to do anything other than just actually comfortably be there and be a mirror. And there is nothing to say. There's just going to be two minutes this time. And it's, not, it, you're, it's going to be really interesting because we sit in elevators with people, you know, and we don't even look them in the eyes. And I, I almost died once. <laughs> and just, you know, you kind of cross the veil, and there's this big... Without going into the whole story, there was this place of, like... I call it the orgasmic orchestra of one, where it's like, whoa, everything is here. Like, this is infinity. This is, this is it. This is the thing. And I asked myself, I so desperately wanted to know, how can I bring this back? Because I'm not interested in leaving yet. And how can I just kind of bring that back? And one of the things I realized was like, hey, the eyes, the eyes. Like, every time we look into our eyes, there's this little window to infinity and it's actually just a hole that pupil it's not a thing there's nothing there it's just a hole and that every time because if i look at you and i talk to your chin you're not even going to feel like i'm talking to you but you are there in that little hole that little tiny window infinity so i'm going to ask each of you to just sort of stand up and we're going to do this for two minutes find someone and when you're standing there and fully present just be there for two minutes and i'll tell you when we're done we're going to do this in silence there's nothing to say Okay.
So I'm just going to ask you to please help me keep this totally silent. Okay, so we're going to go. Just be there. There's nothing to say. This is not a conversation. This is a beingness. Okay, thank you. I know it's hard not to smile sometimes, but smiling can be a way of not being there. Just try to be there. Okay, thank you. You guys can give each other a big hug. You're welcome, honey. Thank you, you're gorgeous. (laughs) Okay. So, Can everyone please give me a hand because I have 24 seconds left and I totally nailed it! Yeah! (laughs) No, 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 I'm not done! I'm not done! (laughs) Wait, I'm not finished this. (laughs) Sorry, I just was so happy to have like fit in the time. I have one more thing to say. First of all, we have, I know that they're going to be passed around a little card and it has this quote on it. Beauty is eternity gazing at itself in a mirror, but you are eternity and you are the mirror. And that's your Khalil Gibran quote. And the thing I want to leave you with is my Tira Warner quote, which is, you don't have to change yourself to please the world. You don't have to change yourself to please the world. You just have to be yourself because that is what changes the world. So thank you. Please turn to the person next to you and say, you are beautiful.